With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, that is us. Good evening, everyone, as we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and it's brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier. We're in for the guys. Jason Smith It is. Best friend, Mike Harmon. Week is just flying by, Torres. By the way, you enjoying this uh, Florida-Oklahoma game? 41-13, all Oklahoma. And tomorrow's bowl games, 
one worse than the other. Really, it's the worst collection of New Year's Eve Day games I've ever seen in my life. Um, with the, we got Tulsa, Mississippi State, Ball State, San Jose State, West Virginia Army. So congratulations, that's what you're getting on New Year's Eve Day. Wow, you hate America just like that. Just going to crush Army like that, huh? Do you, you hate is, America? That's it's the fun. worst day of bowl games ever, you, especially on the 31st. You hate America and Chris Plank because Chris Plank's a Tulsa guy. You don't like Army. No, but you got to admit that we, you know, when I ask you, um, what do you want to see in sports more in 2021 or what do you miss um, in sports? That's what I miss a, a lot of is when the bowl games meant something, um, you know, when they were important, you liked, the, you liked at least 10 to 15 bowl games and the matchups and, and, and on the 31st, you had great matchups. We've destroyed the whole bowl system. We really have, Torres. Well, I mean, I think it's a little different this year because the Saturday is the second, so we have some good games on Saturday the second. I don't think that can go under kind of discussed. You know, we have on the second, we have Ole Miss, Indiana, which is a great game, Oregon, Iowa State, Texas A. We got the Orange Bowl, the Outback Bowl, and the Gator Bowl, which are three of the bigger non uh, power um, non playoff games, we got Texas A and M, who's the fifth best team in the country. The Pac-12. We have garbage. Champ- you're giving me no, garbage. You're just rambling garbage. Now. You're giving me garbage. No. Other than the A and M North Carolina game, you give me garbage. Wow, just totally dis- disrespecting Iowa State like that, huh? You don't like the Heartland. I kind of like Iowa State. I kind of like Indiana's Iowa State. maybe the best story in the country. Don't like them. They're playing a team not even in the top twenty-five though. But did you watch Ole Miss? They played Alabama tougher than anybody. So you don't think Alabama's good? No, but New Year's Day games are reserved for teams in the top 25. New Year's Day games are reserved for teams um, that are in the top 10, the top 15, the big-name teams, the games we get excited. Am I wrong? I mean, if, you're, if you like this, if you're pumped up, if you, if you think this is okay with you, then fine. But I... Back in the day, I I could tell you we'd have the you know we'd have some big name schools playing on on the thirty first and the first and the second stuff like that. Yeah, I mean I I don't know what to say. I mean we we still have really good games. I think the problem is we have more games than ever. So when you turn on Tulsa San Jose State or Tulsa mm-hmm. Mississippi, I mean listen Mississippi State finished whatever like. Uh, three and six or whatever. I don't even know what they finished. Three and seven. We wouldn't even let them in a bowl game. Oh, geez. Previously. I mean, you know, so I think part of this is we're just letting anybody in that wants to play this year because some teams didn't feel comfortable traveling. Some schools didn't want to keep their teams on campus. Some schools just didn't want to play. You know, I mean, listen, let's let's just use as an example. I'm trying to find a game where there's one good team but not another, okay? So tomorrow, uh, so first of all, by the way, Iowa-Missouri would have been a good game, but that game got canceled. But (laughs) so – a lot of them got canceled. That's what I'm saying. Um, so okay, so Indiana, like you said, top eleven, you know, eleventh ranked team in the country. What if they were playing USC instead in that game? USC decided uh, the doctors decided that it wasn't safe for them to play in a bowl game. You know that that game feels different. Um, you know there were some good teams in the Pac-12. Arizona State's not playing a bowl game. Boston College was one of the better teams in the and ACC. I and I understand that we're missing a lot out. It's just. It, again, it's it's just a, a bad year for everything. I understand. Well, and that. that's what yeah. you know. It's funny because I do think it's a bad year for everything. I I know fans would disagree, but listen, I love college hoops. 
it doesn't feel like there's any buzz at all to college hoops, and maybe it's just a sport that people don't care about until March, but it also just feels like I don't know who's playing, who's not playing, when they can play, who can't play, this, that, the other thing. Obviously, these NFL games this year, I, I'm not saying people didn't watch the NFL. The ratings were phenomenal. But, you know, you don't know, oh, my team was supposed to play Sunday. Now they're playing Tuesday. Are they going to play Tuesday? Oh, they're, now they're playing Wednesday. I mean, I just think it's a weird year. I get it. I, I'm not going to deny that the bowl games don't mean as much, don't feel as important. But I also think it's disrespectful to these kids that are putting their butts on the line, playing really hard, um, and, and and you know, going out there and playing the ones that do want to play. All right, I want you to get in um, on Twitter. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinkin' Genius 1. Um, what do you miss or what do you want to see come back to sports in 2021? You know, we, we talked about the fans. I want more for the fans. I want a game where the owners have to eat the tickets and, and give out like uh, 20,000 tickets for one home game. I would love to see the NBA play more neutral site games. You know what I mean? I think that's important to because the NBA, I don't. I got half the people saying the NBA ratings are up. I got half the people <laughs> that saying the, no, I'm serious, know, the I NBA ratings too. are down. I I was reading Clay's outkick the coverage. He has like nobody's watching the NBA other than you and I. Then I heard Torres and uh, Rob saying that the ratings are up. Mm-hmm. I think if the NBA wants to expand in the United States or the ratings go up, I'd like to have more neutral site games, and I'd like to see more interaction for the kids. We got to do something for the kids. We got to go back to you know where the kids could get not to get autographs so much, but just to have some interaction because we don't have that uh, enough anymore. Well, how are you going to do interaction with the kids if if the kids aren't allowed in this? No, I meant when we get back to normalcy. Yeah, Yeah, when we get when we try to get back to normalcy, um, I don't think we should forget what we've overcome and make it more fan friendly, more kid friendly. You know, Um, we've got to do that. Maybe lower ticket prices for a little bit until everybody comes back. I feel like, and I know we're going to get the same four people that always tweet in. I feel like there is a disconnect between the fans and the players, and it's not just. This year, because there's no fans. I just feel like, you know, this load management thing, again, it's no different than the bowl games. I'm not saying guys have to play all 82 games. I know all that matters is when you get to the playoffs, how you are and how you're performing. But, you know, I still think it plays badly. And I love Kawhi. He's awesome. But when you're sitting out a quarter of the season uh, and, and collecting the same paycheck, when you're Anthony Davis and, you know, you demand a trade in the middle of the season, uh, James Harden demand a trade in the middle of the season, I and you're getting paid $50 million to be the face of the franchise, I, I do think there's some disconnect, and I do think there has to be more than just, well, you know, we're streaming and our numbers are this and we're doing that. At some point, I agree with you, there's got to be a more concerted effort to, I don't know if bring back the fans is the right word, but maybe connect with them a little better. Maybe that's the right word. Maybe that's Well, the- I'll tell you what, if you're going to sit out a game for load management, then I think they should make you sit up in the stands with the fans. Sign autographs, it, right? It, 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 up in the upper deck, too. Nothing in the lower deck. You've got to sit up with the regular fans. You get one seat right there in the middle where you could. You have to bump everybody's knees if you want to get out to use the bathroom, and you got to sit there the whole game, and that's where you got to eat and do everything else. you got to sit with the fans out there. How about that? Yeah, I, 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 I like saw, that. I like it a lot. I saw Clay uh, said a few months, or I think it was a year ago or so maybe now at this point, when load management was really a hot topic, just the idea of it, set up an autograph table and fans can come you know, sign autographs for the fans, this, that, the other thing. I don't have all the answers. I don't think the answer, though, is you just get to take 25% of the games off and sit on the end of the bench and uh, you get the same paycheck. I mean, Arnie, we, we've talked about it for years, but, you know, 
you and I only work one day a week on on Fox Sports Radio, but you know, if we told the bosses, "Hey, we're going to take off one Saturday every every month." <laughs> Uh, they would say, uh, take a hike. We got somebody else that wants this gig. And and by the way, it's no different than if if you know one of the if, if Jason and Mike said we want to take off a week every month, the the, the right. bosses would say to take a hike. So I, I do think there's some disconnect there, and it's got to get figured out soon. I like what baseball's doing when they're going to have the game at the Field of Dreams and stuff like yeah. that. I I think those are good gimmicky stuff that I like. People like that. I think it's enjoyable. Remember, or when they go play at them. The Little League field in Pennsylvania, Williamsport. Yeah, you know, Williamsport, I, I, sure. I love that stuff. I think that's great. And I want to see the NBA do more of that also. Not sure where they, where they could play um, to make a difference in some neutral sites, but I, I think it'd be great. Um, TNT writes, and Arnie, you're right. Garbage games this year. New Year's Day used to be the day for uh, bowl games. In fact, way back, the national championship game was always on New Year's Day. Now we've ex- extended it so long. New Year's Day is, like, irrelevant, uh, and I miss that. I remember when New Year's Day was a big day, you know? Arnie, you know, I, I love college football. I hate that it, it, it isn't the same, even from six or seven years ago. You know what the great irony of this is, by the way? What? The first two guys to opt out of bowl games were Leonard Fournette and Christian McCaffrey. And Leonard Fournette wanted to play in the bowl game, but he was banged up, and Ed Orgeron just said, you could get really hurt, I'm not letting you play. Then it became a narrative. Then it's become a talking point. And now it's almost like if you're going to be drafted, you just opt out of this game. It stinks. I wish it was different. But, again, I I can't blame a player. We talked about being the father of one of these players. If my son was set to make millions, he did his yeah. due diligence. He played a 12-game season for his team. I can't blame him if he wants to sit out sit out of the last game. That's That's ultimately meaningless. It really is. Jason says, I agree with Aaron. A huge, huge disconnect. Um, with the athletes, right? You think there's a big dis- disconnect there, Aaron? I, I, I do think so to a degree. I mean, when you're making $50 million to be the face of the franchise, and, and James Harden is, and he doesn't want that response, you know, you show up every day and you, you play and you do your best, and if you don't want that, give back the money. Uh, Anthony Davis, uh, listen, he was incredible in the finals last year. Congrats to him. He proved he's one of the elite players in the league. But you signed a contract with the Pelicans, and you don't just get to decide tomorrow, I don't want to be the face of the franchise. Kawhi Leonard, love him. I love Kawhi. But you're talking about sitting out a quarter. He missed 20-plus games each of the last two years. It's just a bad look. It's just, and and there's no self-awareness about it either, which I think is the part that bothers me. By the way, once um, we're allowed to get back in the games, is sports going to be okay? Are people going to spend their money to go back to games? A lot of people lost their jobs. Um, a lot of people are getting paid less. Are people going to have the extra financial money to go ahead and say, I'm going to go to a football, basketball, baseball, hockey, whatever? Are they, they going to go s- screaming back to that or what? Well, there's the old saying, you know, people talk with their wallets and all that. And I definitely do think that um, I definitely do think, you know, we'll see. And it's not just basketball. I'm not picking on the NBA. It's college football. It's Major League Baseball. It's everything. And I do think the interesting thing, right, we talked about it in in the spring when there were no sports at all. Oh, we learn how to live without sports. Well, did you learn how to sit at home on the couch and you realize, you know what, it's more fun to watch four or five games or, uh, you know, if you're a college football season ticket holder, yeah, tailgating's fun. But when you're going to beat, uh, you know, Southern Miss by 40, I'd rather just stay home and watch all those games. Aaron, I think it's an interesting conversation. Well, Aaron, think about this. The What did we used to go out for? We used to go out to movies, right? Well, now you can watch brand new movies, new releases in your own house, right? You used to go out to restaurants. Now people use DoorDash. 
people used to go out to games. Now people have great TVs and every game is on TV, right? There's If there's a big enough game, it's on TV. You don't really have to leave your house if you want to go ahead and get all the luxuries out there. You're not wrong. Uh, you know, I'm a person I like. I've been stuck in the house so much. I can't I wait to yeah, go back yeah. to the movies. I can't. You know, the it, it's been frustrating for me to not have restaurants open. And listen, I'm one of these people. I'm I'm pretty frustrated about it. I won't go on my my rant here, but I bring it all up to say I, I can't wait until you know, uh, uh, we have the opportunity to do it. But I understand the people that are like, dude, why am I going to go sit at the movies, pay $14 for a ticket, $6 for a soda, $12 for whatever it is. You know, I, I, I get the people that are saying that. Uh, authentic Allen is, oh, by the way, you uh, Paul Bill's Mafia is mad at you. What I Because I know now? we're going to get the same four same people tweeting, sorry to bother you, Aaron, I'll stop tweeting or listening. No, I love well, Paul Bill's Mafia. Paul, Paul, relax. I know you're a little nervous about the game coming up against the Dolphins. Don't worry about it, all right? Relax a little bit. I should find out if my wife is going to root for the Dolphins or the Bills this weekend. I should ask her that. No, I love Paul Bills Mafia. Paul, you're always welcome to chime in. It's It's the people that don't even listen to what I say. Uh, or you say, and they just start, yeah, you don't know what you're, well, you didn't really listen, so. Authentic Allen said there's not a disconnect between players and fans, especially when it comes to the NBA. The NBA has the youngest fan base, and its athletes are the most cultural significant sport. The last thing you should do is use Clay Travis as your barometer. Oh, I like that one. All right, uh, by the way, it can easily happen. A few drinks can become a few too many. It's uh, time to go, and you're thinking about calling for a ride, and you go, nah, what's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone, drive sober, or get pulled over, brought to you by NHTSA. When we get back, Eric Edholm stops on by, NFL draft analyst for Yahoo Sports. How will the top five to ten picks go? What will the Dolphins do? Do the Jets still want a quarterback? All that's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast is 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's brought to you by Geico. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. In for the guys, Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon. We're going to get to some tweets in a little bit. Got my on the Clipper game. Clippers up big, 82-57. I want to get to our guest. He's the NFL draft analyst for Yahoo Sports. Eric Edholm, how you doing, Eric? Charles, what's going on? Hey, in, first of all, in this draft, um, it's got to be a 10 out of 10 for intrigue and excitement and all that. This is, this is what you live for this type of draft. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I, it's a little weird. Obviously we have less information. Than we normally do fewer games, fewer prospects playing this season. It's a little unbalanced. There's a lot of hype around the quarterbacks. Some of the other positions in round one, you know, we'll see, but you know, the Jaguars getting Trevor Lawrence. I mean, what a turn of events. It's, it's really been a, a, a wild few weeks. Eric, I appreciate you joining us. First of all, happy birthday. Yesterday was your birthday. Wow. Turn, happy birthday. Thank you. Turned 21, I think. I'm not sure on that. Yes, but that's correct. <laughs> uh, all right. You're the GM. New York Jets. Are you sticking with Sam Darnold, taking an offensive tackle, a wide receiver, a defensive player? Are you going with Justin Fields, Zach Wilson? What are your thoughts, at least as of right now, today, on uh, December 30th? Right. December 30th, you know, the draft starts at two. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. you know, obviously yep. Lawrence is locked in and barring some crazy uh, turn of events. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's this is going to be a great test for Joe Douglas because, you know, he's got to go evaluate all these quarterbacks and ask himself the very simple question. Do we like Sam Darnold better than all these guys? If not, they have to be prepared to take a quarterback at two. You can't get cute and try to trade down. They have picks. You know, the amount of picks is not the issue here. They have to get a hit rate on these picks that, that makes it worthwhile. And so, obviously, if there's a veteran that comes available through free agency that you can't turn down, all right, now we have a different conversation. But assuming that doesn't happen, he has to go one by one and say, would I take Sam Darnold over Zach Wilson? Would I take him over Justin Fields? And really, to Sam's credit, he's played well. But 
you know, they've kind of made him a game manager. Is that what they want? Is this the guy who's going to bring him to the promised land? That's why I think a quarterback is in play. All right, Eric, take it to the next pick then. It could be the Miami Dolphins. They'll get the Texans pick. There's a report, I guess Mike Tenenbaum said, if Fields has a good couple of games, the Jets and the Dolphins would be interested. Are the Dolphins ready to pass up on Tua? Can you? Is it too early? I know this. If they had Trevor Lawrence in front of them, I think they would uh, pass up on Tua. Yeah, I mean, that, that's one way to frame it for sure. You know, yeah. if they had the opportunity, if, if, you know, the Texans were the worst team in the league and they got that pick, I mean, they'd have to be prepared to move on. Not because two has been awful. It's not that. It's just that you think, you know what? When the Arizona Cardinals took Kyler Murray a year after trading up into the top 10 for Josh Rosen, they kind of rewrote the playbook on this thing. And to their credit, I mean, they, they made the right move, even if it, hmm. you know, even if they paid market value for it. I mean, that's, that's, I think, the new normal now where NFL teams are going to say to themselves, we can admit our mistake as long as we get it right the second time. That's the, the crucial thing, and you got to be sure. So, I, I mean, I'm not there yet with Justin Fields and that, that strong an endorsement, but he's a really talented kid. His accuracy is very good. His athleticism, his arm talent is there. It's just some of those decision-making things you see against Indiana, Northwestern, Clemson last year. So, this game is, is going to be big for him, and, and if he can show up on the big stage and prove that he can handle those, those defensive looks that they're going to throw at him, it's a different story. So Arnie and I have the, the privilege of doing the Saturday night uh, show kind of recap in the day in college football. So we got to watch a lot of BYU late at night yeah. Uh, yeah. when we're doing our show. But for people who haven't seen Zach Wilson, give us the quick scouting report. And then beyond that, um, you know, do, do you believe he's jumped Justin Fields at this point? Uh, you know, is it, do we have to see how Justin Fields does against Clemson and potentially Alabama, I guess in theory, Notre Dame as well? Or where are you at with that? Yeah, first part first. I mean, you know, BYU is one of the the only shows in town for the first month of college football, so it was hard to, you know, if anybody paid any attention or could, you know, put an extra cup of coffee down to make sure they're up for these games. You know, I mean, he was he was really putting on a show, and we'd seen him play at a high level his freshman year. They pulled a couple big upsets last year, but I really think the injury there would have been more hype about him had he not got hurt last year. He had the wrist injury, came off shoulder surgery in the off season. So, you know, he just didn't have the same dip. He didn't look great against Utah last year. So he came into the year with a lot of like fifth round grades and a lot of intrigue, but a lot of this could go one of two ways, you know, but those early games and some of the special throws he was making, you wish he played better defenses, but he can throw on the move. He has moments where he looks like Rodgers or Mahomes. It's very exciting. He's a small guy. He's probably about 6'1", 200 pounds. You know, he's had some injuries. But even though there's no consensus out there from what I can tell, I, I suspect that a number of teams have him as, as quarterback number two in this draft. Uh, Eric, talk about Trask. He threw, he throws three interceptions today, but yes, he has three wide receivers and his All-American tight end all opted out. Um, does he drop in the draft for this? Because I, I got to tell you, if I'm his father, I'm sick over this. Uh, I should never have let my kid play if this is what's going to happen to him when everybody opts out for a bowl game, you know? Yeah, there is definitely a trickle-down effect. And, you know, you, you obviously Tylen Wallace for Oklahoma State. Other guys have done this, this play one-half thing. And, you know, unfortunately this year is going to deal some people some unfortunate circumstances. I will say this before this game, 
and I actually missed two of the three picks. I was kind of watching my Missouri Tigers get uh, thumped in hoops, but he didn't have a very, he had a very tepid stock in the NFL people's minds. I think he just sort of felt like he's going to get some third and fourth round grades. I think he'll go higher than that, but I don't think there are a lot of teams just enamored with him because he doesn't move around real well. He can get, you know, flustered and forced into some passes that, you know, that, that like we saw tonight, the, the names that I've heard for comps on him are Nick Foles, Mason Rudolph, that kind of big guy, lumbering dude wow. who can, you know, has good accuracy, but are you going to, you know, obviously Foles won a Super Bowl, but was that kind of an unusual circumstance? Yeah, I think so. So had he played the full season, would they have won it that year? I don't know. But with Trask, there's just a lot of ambivalence, I guess, the way I would say it. So kind of a weird, dumb question. We're talking about opt-outs in bowl games, but there were obviously sure. a lot of high-profile opt-outs before the season. Um, we've seen guys rise like a Zach Wilson, whatever. Uh, is there going to be concern about guys dropping that didn't play at all this season? Is it a non-factor? What are you hearing as far as that's concerned? From what I can tell at this point, it's a great question because I had the same question in, in you know August and July when we heard the first wave of guys coming out. You know, it's the elite guys like Jamar Chase, did he really need to play this season with, you know, eight LSU quarterbacks? Probably not, right? I think he saw <laughs> the writing on the wall a little bit and kind of realized what was happening. Does he have some questions that are unanswered? Sure. But I think he's going high. So it may not affect a guy like that. Caleb Farley, the, the corner from Virginia Tech, I think was a brilliant decision not to play in the sense that you know, there's, there's so much, like, fascination around him. It's all hype and upside. I mean, he's a really talented player, but he's only played corner for two years. So, you know, I mean, is he gonna, are you going to feel comfortable taking him in the top five? I don't know, but people like him. So I don't think he's hurt his stock. There may be other guys, too, though, who you look back at their decisions and you say, wow, they really could have used another year. Like Greg Rousseau from Miami. I would love to see him play this year. But, you know, there, there are others who – may not have that positive effect. Eric, uh, last thing, Tulsa, Mississippi State, Ball State, San Jose State, West Virginia Army. That's what we get for December 31st? That, yeah. That's the new college system? Oh, that, come on. It's horrible. This is horrible. <laughs> when you're a junkie like I am, and, and I can sit there and watch Ball State. I really can. I'm like, oh, that's, you know, that's uh, Caleb uh, Huntley. All right. You know. So I get it but I also will watch, so I don't know what that says about me. Arnie's yeah. a grumpy, you know, it's the new year, he's complaining. I thought <laughs> I thought this was the whole, we're never allowed to complain about any it's sports ever. It's still 2020, it's still well, 2021, it's a, I won't. We, we just said that we're never allowed to complain about having live sports on again when we went six months without it, and this guy's complaining because he doesn't want to watch San Jose State. Soft I mean, millennial. We won't be back to normal until we start complaining about everything. I know yes, we do it now. Exactly. But, but yes. There's a part of me that feels that that's sort of in our in our uh, DNA a little bit. I love it. He's Eric at home, NFL draft analyst for Yahoo Sports. Go ahead and check him out. Eric, a pleasure, my friend. We'll definitely do it again. I had a blast, fellas. Thank you. Thank All you, right, Eric. Take care. Check him on out. You can tweet him at Eric underscore Ed Home. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific getting a lot on Twitter. Brendan says, um, as for uh, athlete fan disconnect, I'd like to see a meet and greet for about 15 minutes prior to each game. Um, it's time that we make these athletes remember they're part of the people and the fans that come to see the athletes uh, are part of them also. 
Yeah, that that's nice on theory, Torres. It's never going to happen, though, you know? Yeah, but I, I think it should. I mean, listen, I think it should. I, I think that, listen, I, I, athletes, they they work at their craft. They're great at what they do. But at the end of the day, it is still the fans, whether it's literally showing up at the arena, literally turning on the TV, literally buying their jersey, that pay their salary. And so I don't think it's wrong. I don't think everything has to be a Nike-sponsored event where you only show up if you're getting paid. Like This, this I think, should be part of the deal. And I don't know if it's every game, if it's one or two guys, if you're hurt, what it is. I don't think it's a bad thing, though. And why does it have to? It doesn't only, by the way, have to be the NBA, Major League Baseball. There's 162 games. There's there's pitchers that don't pitch every single day. Right. Send them out for an autograph for a little <laughs> bit. If a guy's on the DL, like there's got to be. Way, I, I just think I do think that athletes too much uh, in 2020 in all sports. It's not just the NBA. We just it, the conversation started with the NBA have lost touch with kind of who they're playing for and what it's all about. So authentic Allen again says, I'm sorry, but can someone explain to me all the media love for Sam Darnold? What has he done? Not one damn thing. The same people that go out of their way to make Darnold the greatest white hope are the same people who don't like Dak Prescott explain. Um, the difference is Dak Prescott wants $40 million a year. Sam Darnold is on a rookie contract. If Sam Darnold wanted 35 to $40 million a year, we'd be laughing at Sam Darnold also, wouldn't we, Torres? We would be. We would be, and that's the thing, you know, is that, uh, first of all, you know me, I've never been a fan of Sam Darnold. Uh, I would take Justin Fields with that second pick if, if it was me in charge of the Jets. Uh, don't know if you know I'm not in charge of the Jets, though. But, uh, you know, I'm not a Sam Darnold guy, but you're right. Is like Dak. I love Dak. We all love Dak. But you ask for forty million dollars a year, you want to be the highest paid player in the league. Sorry, not happening. Are or the should... Cowboys going to bring him back though? Or are they going to give him like a one year franchise tag again? Or um, are they going to give him a contract? I don't think Jerry Jones is going to give him the big time contract. What was the quote he had yesterday? You talked about it, Arnie. Um, he mentioned on the local station that he goes on, the one I used to work for, that. Um, sometimes, yeah, it's okay to pay somebody, but you just can't overpay because it takes away from some of the other positions. I'm kind of paraphrasing there. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's got to be a happy medium and we listen, guess what's going on in Philly right now. They they're screwed because they got to figure out what to do with a four, uh, 30, whatever million dollar quarterback. That is now the second best quarterback on their roster. By the way, the LA Rams, I said it last night. If Jared Goff is the highest paid player in the league or the second highest paid now behind Patrick Mahomes, go beat the Jets so it so you don't have to win in week 17 when you're going to be out and it's not an issue. So to me, I, listen, I get it, right? Dak is looking at the situation saying, well, all these other guys got paid, it's my turn, but I have always said I just don't like the precedent of, well, everybody else did this, so now I you have to do it for this guy too. I just don't buy that. I don't. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius one. It's a final Oklahoma 55 20 over Florida. That was stealing. I mean, if you were betting in Vegas, you bet Oklahoma and you stole some money because Florida had so many people opt out. Oklahoma easily covered this game. Well, it was really funny. The spread, even as of probably if today's Wednesday, probably Monday morning, the Gators were slightly favored. Oh, it, get out of here. They were. And it was get it got here. and it was up to Eight and a half Oklahoma by kickoff today. So the, the line swung about 10 points in wow. a matter of 48 hours. So And they still covered the eight and a half. No problem <laughs> oh, yeah. whatsoever. No problem whatsoever. 55-20. Um, and this is another reason why we've gotten a lot of blowouts. Games like this used to be a lot closer. Um, if it isn't the opting out in, um, in college, 
We've got a, a lot of it in the NFL, but I can at least understand the NFL. Now we find out Patrick Mahomes isn't going to play this weekend also. No surprise there. I didn't think he was going to play, did you? No, I didn't think he was going to play, nor should he play. And that's a team, too. I, I think that they could use a week off as well. Uh, they're they're on such cruise control, but something is just not right, and maybe they just need to be challenged in the playoffs. But What if they won, like, 22 or 23 games or something well, like that? Well, I was going to say, all this, uh, you know, we just kind of turn on the light switch when we want. It really started last year in the playoffs when they were down 24 nothing to the Texans, and then they were down whatever to the Titans, and they came back and won. Double-digit deficit in the fourth quarter against the 49ers. So, listen, I, I get it. You got a Super Bowl. You got a 14-1 a and record going into Week 17. Uh, I, I just feel like at some point it's got to catch them, though, doesn't it? It does, and um, I think they'll go ahead and benefit from uh, having Mahomes sit on out. They have nothing to play for. I still think Pittsburgh's doing the wrong thing, but each their own. It has nothing to do with the other teams out there. I asked you. We didn't get to go through all of them, but which team that has to win to get into the playoffs loses? Um, is it Miami? Is it Baltimore? Is it Cleveland? Indy? The Titans? Washington? Arizona? Um, which one actually uh, comes out uh, the loser out there? It can't be Cleveland. They're like a 10-point favorite over Pittsburgh. Well, I, I threw down the gauntlet last night. I think that Pittsburgh's going to win outright. It feels a little too on the on on brand, you no, know. No, I can't. That, I, if well, I was going to bet the game, I'd bet Pittsburgh on the money line. But I, I, I'm a little nervous just taking Pittsburgh plus ten points in this yeah. game. Well, it's not Indy because they're playing Jacksonville. I Any chance? Ja- did, 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 what was it? Was it Jacksonville? That their only win was Week One against the Colts, and that's going to cost the Colts for a playoff spot if they don't uh, get in. Yep. Every game matters. What did I tell you? The same with the Rams. They got cute against the Jets. Oh, we could just show up. It's no big deal. Whatever. Yeah. Well, now you lost to the Jets. You have your your backup quarterback, some dude from Wake Forest that nobody's ever heard of, and he's got to go win week 17 because he screwed around against the Jets. Oh, are they going to get revenge? Colts are going to win by 50, aren't they? Lay the 14 so. points in this game. I mean, they better. I don't know about I don't know if I'd, I'd take the 14, but they better win, right? I, after after it may cost him a shot at the playoffs, I'd, I'd, I'd keep my starters in there even if it was 75 to nothing after what they did to me. I'm like, we're not letting mm-hmm. off the thing there. Be um, careful. What about- you, you got you got Phillip Rivers, and you're going to have to find somebody else in a year or two. They're going to get Trevor Lawrence. That thing could flip on you real quick if you try to win 50 nothing. That's all I'm saying. Well, they say next year. Phillip Rivers says he's, uh, I, I guess Sports Illustrated said that Phillip Rivers um, contemplating retirement after this year. Yeah, well, he already accepted a coaching job in like high school but it's obviously pending on when he retires. But he's got the job, I guess. I think it's his alma mater or something like that. So, All right. If you want to go ahead and get on in, Aaron underscore Torres, I'm at Stinking Genius 1. A bit of normalcy coming back to this year's NFL postseason. We'll tell you about that with David Gascon. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everybody. Fox Sports Radio. Arnie Spanier has taken the rest of the night off. Not really, but we did lose a oh, moment. You can't hear me. Oh, now we can hear you. Where'd you go, buddy? I didn't go anywhere. I just uh, he stopped playing. He didn't play the music. I was waiting for the music to come back on. Well, you're lucky I saved your bacon there. What is, you didn't play any music. Welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's brought to you by Geico. Let's check in with David Gascon, who, by the way, uh, is one of the, in my opinion, one of the top. Uh, 25 anchors at Fox Sports Radio. What's going on, Gascon? Is that uh, past and present? Because we've got a lot of people that have moved in and out of this place. No, no, just total right now. How many anchors do we have that do the updates right now? Uh, just one, just me. No, no, I mean overall, though. I mean, we have, like, what, about 20? So uh, I don't really 20. dignify anyone else that might wow, sit Wow, I'm studio. trying to give you a compliment here. You are? 
No, not really. No, you're not. I'm not. The hell out of here with that crap. (laughs) Unbelievable. Guys, uh, where do you want to go? I'll give you the pick of the litter. College football, the NBA, the NFL. Start with the NBA. Always love the NBA. Start with that. NBA, well, Lakers hammered the Spurs tonight, 121-107. That wasn't really the headliner. Uh, Greg Popovich was ejected, and Becky Hammond was the acting head coach of this ballgame. She's the first female to do so. Uh, game at the half was not really tight, and it didn't get closer in the third or fourth quarter. But nevertheless, she did see see some activity here in 2020. Well, they, I bet you that wasn't planned, huh? He didn't say, "Hey, I'm going to get thrown out so you could take over." What is this, uh, Hoosiers? All of a sudden, like well, Popovich is Gene Hackman. You knew that's what was going to happen. No surprise there, but good for her. At least she got to do that. Does you know? she win an ESPY? <laughs> Winning, yeah, they'll go ahead and give her an SP that, no doubt. She'll go ahead and do that. I love that. Uh, guys, we go from the NBA to the National Football League. Bills Mafia will return. Yes. Oh, they certainly will. The New York uh, governor, Andrew Cuomo, has approved fans attending a Bills upcoming home game. It'll be wild card weekend. Over 6,000 fans will be able to nice. attend as long as they take a COVID-19 test prior to entering the stadium. Uh, guys, we will see tables, ladders, and some chairs. <laughs> I bet. I imagine a few VW bugs on fire as well. I told you this was going to happen, Torres. I told you a couple of weeks ago they were trying to go ahead and make this work. Um, good for the Bills Mafia, man. I'm excited for them, even though it's a little less than seven thousand. I I think it's a great story, you know. I give the yeah, I give the governor credit. I've been critical of a lot of the policies that have been in place, but this is a cool deal. It's been twenty five years. It's the right thing to do. I like it a lot. You don't think if it was a different state they'd get crushed? What do you what, mean? For letting him in a game? Yeah. Most a lot of states are letting people at games in anyway. Look at look what's going on in Florida. Look what's going on in Texas. I don't know if you've been here to California for the past uh no, ten no, months. Yeah, yeah. I see what's going on with California a little different than the other states. Yeah, speaking of which, the Cleveland Browns reopened their facility today, the team headquarters and practice facility, uh, after they did some contact tracing and they had a couple people that did test positive for the coronavirus. Mm. But they're back to work and obviously a huge week seventeen game. I would do anything just to see Pittsburgh win this game, but they're arresting <laughs> so, so many. You're they're so, arresting so many people. Well, you know what? That's what they get. They lost to the Jets. They had a chance to get. They on had in. four wide receivers out. Well, now they Pittsburgh's going to have everybody. They out. had one. They had one like five in a row, five of six, I think. In the one loss, they put up forty-two against the Ravens. Guys, how about this college football? Clemson's going to be without their uh, offensive coordinator, yeah. Tony Elliott. He tested positive for the coronavirus. Still. In this ballgame, Clemson is heavily favored against Ohio State, much like Alabama against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Does it matter? No, I could call plays, and it would be the same thing. It's not going to make a difference at all. Are you sure? A hundred percent. You don't want to think about that. No, I don't have to think about it. Lay the seven and a half with Clemson. They'll they'll run up the score. It's not going to be a problem. You guys were talking about the Colts earlier with Phillip Rivers. This is a huge shot to them. Their tackle, one of their tackles, Anthony Costanzo, is done for the season. He'll have mm. ankle injury, uh, ankle surgery. He missed week 16 because of ankle and knee problems. They're without both of their offensive tackles yep. last week, and then obviously that game got away from them against Pittsburgh. Yeah, got away. Again, I, I'm looking for one team to lose in case my Dolphins lose. I don't see it happening with them because they already lost to Jacksonville. We were just, we were just bringing that up. No way they lose to them twice in a season. That's not going to happen. Are you sure? And that'd be Jacksonville's only two victories, both against the Colts. How about that? <laughs> Can you imagine? How insane would that be? Oh, that would be pretty uh, wild. Can I update a story really quick from yeah, earlier? Yeah. If you like. Really briefly, on OutKick, our buddy Clay Travis's website, apparently, to Arnie Spanier's uh, prediction, 
Kyle Trask's dad was going off on Facebook. <laughs> Can anyone catch the ball on this this team with about 25 question marks? So it, wow. it shows you how valuable Kyle Pitts is to that offense, right? I mean, people talk about Devontae Smith in Alabama. If Waddle didn't get injured, people wouldn't be talking about Smith as good You're as right. he has been this year. Pitts was a monster for Florida. In, in eight games, the guy had 12 touchdowns. Unbelievable. All right. Unbe- All right. Thanks a lot, Gascon. Two hours are in the books. The power hours coming up next. So if you want to get him, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Gee, I'm shocked about Kyle Trask's father. Who would have seen that coming? Um, we'll touch on that. We'll get into the NBA. Kurt Heelan will stop on by. Uh, busy hour. All that's coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.